0: Those of you who are here, listen, feel free to use your uh, your phones to text or to email somebody to invite and encourage them to come. Those of you who are watching by live stream that we want you to do the same. Uh, send out the message right now to join us. Matter of fact, there is still time to come into the house of the Lord. Amen. So we invite and encourage you. The Bible says in Psalm 100 to make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands, and to serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing, and know ye that he is the Lord, amen, and that it is he who have made us, and not we ourselves, for we are his people, and we are the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and to his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth through all generations. Why don't you stand with us this morning? Help us sing, Lord God. Our help is in the name of the Lord.
1: the Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody getting any help out there? You getting any help? You're not helpless, are you? You're getting help, man, from all angles. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for raising us up. When we closed our eyes last night, there was no promise that this would be a day. But you saw fit. To let the blood warm, run warm in our veins. Thank you Lord. To give us the breath of life. Yeah. The activities of our limbs. Yeah. You kept our minds regulated. Yes. You did so many things to the Lord, we can't count them all. Yeah. Sometimes we get focused on the little things that are frustrating us. And that seems to be all there is, but there's so much more. There's so many things seen and unseen. We don't know. So many times you've kept us out of hurt, harm, and danger. We didn't even realize it. We ask you for things, dear Lord, and you know, doggone well, it's not good for us. And you're not going to let us go that path. But we thank you, dear Lord, for raising us up to this moment where we can collectively say, amen, thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're asking blessings upon this service. There are heap of blessings on this service. Yes. There may be someone out there questioning whether or not you love them. Mm. There may be someone out there, dear Lord, who is on the verge of hopelessness. We sang about help, dear Lord. Someone out there feels that they are helpless. Yes, but you can turn things around in just a second. Let there be a word. Let there be a song. Let there be a prayer that changes everything for someone today, dear Lord. The prayers that no one leave this place unsaved. And as your blessing, dear Lord, bless the pastor of this church. He's prepared and got a message already, got it in his tool bag. Now it's time to come out and fix it. where we need fixing, dear Lord. We all need this word. Just prepare our hearts and our minds to collect it. Let it fall on fertile ground so that when praying days are over, there's no more left to be said or done that you may see us. Take us into your arms and say, that good faithful servant, you've been faithful over a few things. I'm now going to make you ruler over many. Because I am God, I am the Son, I am the Spirit, all three in one. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Thank you for remaining standing as we go into our reading of the congregation today. It's entitled uh, number 578, Spiritual Warfare. Anybody ever felt you were in spiritual warfare?
2: Amen.
1: Anybody on the battlefield right now? Yes, indeed. Let's see what the Bible has to say about spiritual warfare. And it begins like this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor, armor of God, that, that ye may, may be able to withstand the evil day, day, and having done, done all, to stand. stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. and and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And and take take the the helmet of of salvation, salvation, and the the sword of the Spirit, Spirit, which is is the word of God. God. Praying always, with all prayer and supplication, in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. The, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Is at hand. Let, let us, us therefore cast off the works, off the works of, the of darkness and let us, us put on the armor of, of light. light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife, and envying everyone, but But put put ye on on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not not provision for the flesh to to fulfill fulfill the lusts thereof. Remain standing for our congregational hymn number 477, Lift Every Voice and Sing.
0: Almighty God that we serve. Amen. Amen. Giving God all praise and glory and honor and thanking him for all of his blessings. Amen. How many of you know that God has been good to you? Amen. Oh, I know we need to get a better response. I said, how many of you know that the Lord has been good to you? Amen. Amen. When you came in this morning, I'm sure that you saw, uh, our lovely greeters that we have sister Adrian Williams. Amen. His, uh, greeting for us this morning and we thank God uh, for her for coming and sharing and and being such a blessing for us this morning we're going to have our welcome this morning sister Brenda Topping amen she's going to come and welcome us this morning let's welcome sister Brenda as she comes and her husband Scott amen I didn't know she's going to drag Scott into this <laughs> amen.
1: good morning second baptist family and friends good morning. Good morning. we love to greet and welcome our in-house visitors, as well as our live stream visitors.
3: We are very pleased that you chose to worship with us today. We hope the time you shared with us will strengthen your Christian journey. If you are in this area again, we would love to have you worship with us. We have a saying here, the first time your visitor, the second time your family. We are very ple- we are glad to see all of you today May you be fed by the preached word, and have a blessed week. Thank you.
0: Amen. We want to thank Scott and Brenda Topping, amen, uh, for giving us this welcome. Uh, We thank God for those of you who are visiting here with us today. We want to uh, remind those who are here and those uh, members of Second Baptist our church theme 2023 we want to just drill it inside of you and that is that we are together church in Christ amen so we want to make sure as we go through the remaining portion of this year uh, we're going to focus on that theme that we are together in Christ uh, for those of you uh, here at Second Baptist uh, know that we have embarked on our Christ and cultural humility uh, program where We are taking the time this year of really getting to know one another. We have a very diverse congregation, uh, and so we want to know the different cultures that are here and really to be determined to take some time and to learn about each other's culture. Our next uh, cultural uh, CCH meeting is going to take place on Sunday, March the 26th right after church so please make sure that you put that on your calendar amen we are excited about it and as you see as well then our third session is going to be on sunday april the 23rd so we would encourage you to make sure that you put that on your schedule we look forward to having you for those of you who have not picked up their tax giving letters make sure that you do so or contact uh, our trustees they will make sure they get that to you we don't want anybody to get in any trouble amen I think i've shared with you before i'm not bailing nobody out amen if you mess up on your stuff so let's make sure that we get our letters they are available for you we want to take a moment now and just offering up our tithes and our offerings uh for those of you who are here from second baptist you know that uh since the pandemic we have uh, changed the way that we collect our offering amen Uh, that we have an offertory box that is located in the back of the church Uh, also for visitors so before you leave today just make sure that you deposit your tithes and your offerings there uh, in the back of the church in the offertory box. For those of you who are watching by live stream today you can just click on the tithely button that is on uh, your website right now and you can submit your tithes and offerings there as well as those who would like to send it in please feel free to send your tithes and your offerings in. Let's just bow our heads as we thank the Lord for the gifts today. Eternal God, our Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to give back, Lord. We do realize that everything we have, it comes from you. And so, God, help us to be mindful, Lord God, in our giving. Help us, Lord God, to understand, God, that it does not belong to us, but it is all yours. And we ask, God, that you bless both the gift and the giver. Bless those that gave and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we just want to say thank you. We ask, God, that we would be good stewards of that which is given, that we will continue to build up your kingdom while we are here on earth. For we ask these things in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Let the church say amen. 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 We have been blessed uh, during this past month with our moments in black history. And we have just been excited and grateful and thankful for all that God has done. We've had some outstanding uh, presentations, amen, for this month. And we are blessed uh, to be able to have our concluding presentation uh, this morning, amen, by Sister Robin Scott Johnson. The Johnson family is here today. Just raise your hand so that we can see you. Amen. Thank you, God. Come on, let's give them a second Baptist welcome. (laughs) I just want to share with you just a little about uh, Sister Johnson. Many of you know her. She uh, heads up uh, with other organizations, our MLK Day, uh, for many years, and have participated in numerous services with us over the year. Uh, but Robin Scott Johnson, she's a native of West Philadelphia, educated. Amen. Somebody can clap for West Philly. <laughs> Amen. She's ed- educated in the Philadelphia school district and graduated from Clarion University in 1985. Amen. We, I, we Sister Hamlin and I were down the road in, in IUP. Amen. But I hate to say it, we may have been a decade or so or more uh, uh, in front of you. <laughs> but Robin moved to Bucks County, Pennsylvania with her husband in 1991. And that same year they were married. Robin and Uh, Her husband, Kavon, are the proud parents of two beautiful daughters, Janae and Jayla, who are here today in support of their mom. Uh, Robin worked in various sales positions, but her love was in pharmaceutical sales, where she worked for 20 years. The Johnsons are members of Christian Stronghold Church in West Philadelphia, where she has been a youth discipler, women's ministry leader, and a mentor. Uh, She is also affiliated with Bucks County, Jack and Jill of America, and she's an associate there and an active member of the Bucks County Links Incorporated. Sister Johnson's life first is the same as mine. Amen. Proverbs three five: Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will He will He will direct your paths. Amen. Let's welcome Sister Robin Johnson as she comes this morning. Amen. For our moments in Black History
3: put my glasses on. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, Second Baptist. I feel at home Amen. with Amen. you all. Amen. Pastor Hamlin, thank you so very Stop much for message. this opportunity. When you called me, I was a little shocked because I said, MLK day is over, but Pastor Hamlin is calling me. What could possibly could I have done? I felt like I was going to the principal's office and he called and asked me if I would come and speak. And I was shocked because I'm still getting used to the title author. I don't feel like an author. I feel like I told a story, but I thank God for this day and I thank God that my family is here and all my family and friends. And I would not be here standing if it was not for the village and the community that kept us lifted up as we went through this medical journey and the reason why I wrote my book. First slide, please. (laughs) The title of my book is Joyful Living, A Story of Faith and Family. Like I said before, I'm getting used to being an author because this book that I wrote, God told me to write it. Back in 2009, our youngest daughter, Jayla, had an accident a hair clip broke and a piece of metal went through her eye and detached her retina and her lens. So in the book I write about that, in the blink of an eye, a mother's love for Jayla. In the blink of an eye, she found her voice and her strength. That same year, in 2009, my husband came home and he too had medical challenges. And I said, Lord, only you can get me through. In 2013, our oldest daughter came down with a rare brain infection, and we stayed in the hospital with her 90 days. All of that was happening at the same time, but I kept my joy. All right. I kept my faith. All right. I kept my love for my family, and it was those prayers of each and every one of you that knows me And who, you don't know me, but you knew our family was going through something and you kept us lifted up. And for that I will be forever grateful. So after all of this was going on, God said, now I want you to write the book. I said, what book? He said, the book. You don't think I brought you through all of this for you not to share this story. So in 2014, I started writing the book. Second slide, please. Third slide. (laughs) So as I was writing, I looked around and I said, Lord, what am I to say? And God said, go and grab all of your journals and all the things that you wrote in. The book is there. And that's exactly what I did. I looked at others around me. I read books. I just sat still as God poured into me the words. And the words came, it took me seven years to write this book, Joyful Living, A Story of Faith and Family. Next slide, please. Throughout the book you will find pearls. Joy will take you places happiness will never find. You can't think clear when you reside in fear. As I was going through all of this, frightened and not knowing, but God will prepare you provide and give you peace that surrounds all understanding. It made no sense to man, but it made all sense to God what was going on, because God will take you places that you can't even fathom, but he will be there with you, and God was with me the entire time that we were going through this. And I knew once I finished, there was something that God wanted me to do, and that was write this book so that I could inspire that I could give hope and I could bring joy. And that is exactly what this book is doing from the people that have read it and have shared their own stories with me. So my pearls are in this book and you can read them when you read the book and I hope that you all will. Um, But again, like I said, God will prepare, provide and give you peace. You do not have to look like your circumstances. As we were going through all of this, I refused to give God a bad name. I stood up straight every day and gave God all the glory even though we were in the midst of a tsunami. It wasn't a storm. It was a tsunami. When you have your Precious babies, both my daughters and my husband, going through all of this at the same time. You can't do anything but stand on God's promises that he will get you through. And that's exactly what we did. I look at them now, each one of them, they are a miracle. When I wake up in the morning, I look at Carvon, I look at Janae, and I look at Jayla, and I say, thank you, Lord thank you because they are here. When a doctor tells you that your child is not going to walk, she doesn't, she's not going to be the same. I said, but God, but God. the God that I know Amen. is going to heal my child. The God that I know is going to heal my husband. The God that I know is going to heal my youngest daughter. And they are here today because God said so. God said so. Not me, not the doctors, not anybody else, but God. But God. God. So no matter what you might be going through, trust God to get you through. And he will. He will. He will. Next slide, please. (laughs) So in conclusion, remember to stay joyful. And I have something that I want to share. MLK Weekend back in 2013, we were here that Monday, and that next day was when, Janae, we began our, our medical journey. And I want to read something to you on page 70. That Monday was our Martin Luther King Day of Service with Bucks County, Jack and Jill, and other organizations at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. We were then, we were, the, we were there, we were here then, ten years later, we are here today right. All right. celebrating with our second family, Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. Pastor Hamlin, I thank you again for always loving us and praying for our family and Second Baptist Church. I thank you for embracing us, loving us, and getting us through this medical journey as well. Thank you.
0: Let the church say amen. We want to thank Sister Robin, amen, for a presentation and just thanking her that sharing her testimony. And I just wanted to share with Robin and johnson family as you were sharing that testimony uh it just brought back some feelings for myself as we were getting ready to begin to build this church and i knew that satan did not want us to be able to step forward and to have any of you here today that sister hamlin and our family went under a similar attack that you had made my wife had had a heart attack and um She's has uh, five or six stents in her heart uh, right now. Uh, the doctor said she wasn't going to make it. Uh, at the same time, our youngest daughter uh, was diagnosed with MS, uh, was hospitalized, uh, wasn't sure what her status was going to be. Our youngest son, who's an athlete, developed a heart condition, had to have a six-hour heart uh, uh, procedure done on him down in, in North Carolina. And I'm telling you, I felt uh, like uh, if you ever remember Muhammad Ali, uh, in the fight he had uh, there in Africa, and he had to do a rope a dope amen on his opponent, and who wore himself out. That's exactly where I was. And I want to tell you, I was at the point where I was not sure if I was going to step forward, because I was you know concerned about losing all of those family members. Reverend Jackson, I remember, was there, Deek, and and all. And uh, I remember somebody saying, you're going through a Job experience. And I'm going to tell you, if it had not been for the Lord, y'all hear what I said? If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would we be? So we pushed on. And I believe Reverend Jackson said to me, he said, "Uh, Pastor, you're going through this for a reason and a purpose. uh, To be able to show others that even in spite of being knocked down, that just keep your faith in God. So they didn't see me cry in person, amen, but believe me, some tears were shed. Uh, They didn't see me fall out, amen, but believe me, uh, behind closed doors, I was shaky. But I want to tell you that when you put your trust and faith in God, I said when you put your trust and your faith in God, anybody know that God is able to handle it, amen? God can do it. If we just stand fast with him, amen. So again, Sister Robin, thank you for sharing and your message has a purpose, amen. And to just to awaken us up as to what God can do. I see you all here today, God has blessed you. And so we're grateful and thankful for God's blessings. And let me tell you something, if God will do it for one, he can do it for you too, amen. So whatever you're going through, and I know that everybody's going through something. So whatever it is you're going through, believe me that God is able to see you through. Amen. We are blessed to have our liturgical dance ministry uh, with us this morning. And they have a special presentation that they're going to come with. Amen. Sister Richarda are we okay up here? We're we good to go? Nothing needs to be moved? Amen. Amen. Come on, let's welcome the Anointed Dancers for Christ in 2nd Baptist. Amen. Come on, let's thank the anointed dancers for Christ. Amen. I know some of you were designed to get up here and to dance with them. Amen. And, and you know, we can't sign you up, so we pray that you will uh, join us along that area. We're going to ask, amen, if our uh, sanctuary choir will come. They're going to bless us in song this morning. Amen. Just thanking God for all of his blessings. The Angels in heaven and sign my name.
2: Johnson over there, I thank you for what you said this morning, for I know I'm standing this morning because of God's grace. Amen. Amen. 2009, blood clot, both lungs, heart stopped, got to the hospital, they say, I turned gray. Black man turning gray. But guess what? God say, not yet not so. And I thank God because for most of us, for most, I mean all of us that God has given us an opportunity to come and to renew our life with him, to give him praise and honor. God is worthy of all our praise and we should always remember that when everything else looked down, when everything else failed, God is there. He said, I'm standing because he let me stand i'm here because he kept me alive so this morning i'm gonna say pray with me oh heavenly father the one who sit high and look low the one who know our thoughts even before they we thank them the one who know what we stand in need of even before we ask lord as we stand this morning we say "Thank thank you we say praise you we say hallelujah unto your name for the words that you're worthy of all praises So Father, we ask you this morning to hear our words this morning. Come in, Lord God, and touch those that stand in need this this morning. Father, I thank you for Pastor Hamlin. Like he said, I was here when he was going through and I was wondering myself, how is he still standing? Standing on the word of God. I thank God for you, Pastor Hamlin. I thank God for your family. I thank God for Second Baptist, my second family. Lord, we pray this morning that if there's someone here this morning that stands in in need of anything, whatever it may be, Lord, I know you know about it already. But you said, send up your petition to God. Ask him. Seek him. And he will help you. Believe that God is able to do what he said he'll do. And he'll do it. I know I'm standing here only because of God. I thank God this morning that we can come into his house and worship him in spirit and in truth. Worship him freely. I remember when I was in Cairo, Egypt and I, I looked around and they were saying, don't mention the name of Jesus, they'll lock you up. And there was people standing on every corner with big guns and I'm thinking, what am I doing over here on a mission trip? But I stand on the word of God, and I believe that God will protect me. And I believe that he would bring me back home to my family. And I am home. I am here with my God, serving him the best I can, worshiping him every time I get an opportunity. I wake up at 12 o'clock at night, and as soon as it go past 12, I say, thank you, Lord, another day. Another day, another opportunity, one more chance just to say Lord I thank you I praise you, I lift you up Father God so Father this morning, I know there are those that are sick and shot in I know that there are those that have lost loved ones I know that there are those that don't have enough to eat I saw something on the news where they said the grandparents and the parents are beginning to move back in with the kids because they can't afford the home anymore Lord we need you We need your help. We need a healing. We need a word from you, Lord. Lord. Send your word this morning, Lord God. Allow us to hear the word and be obedient. Lord God, we will give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. Because I know one day this life is gonna end. And we wanna hear you say, well done, done. thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on up into the joy and the rejoicing of the Lord, and I will make you ruler over many. This day, Lord, we say thank you. you, In Jesus' name, amen.
4: trying to think of my first note. <laughs> They're going to yell at me if I get it wrong, so... sit at the welcome table, I'm gonna sit at the welcome table, one of these days, hallelujah, I'm gonna sit at the welcome table, I'm gonna view that holy city, read my love in Jesus, sit at the welcome table, one of these days, one of these days, yes, and I'm gonna feast on milk and Feast on milk and honey. I'm going to view that holy city. Read my love in Jesus' glory. Sit at the welcome table. Feast on milk and honey. One of these days, one of these days, you know that I. Mm sing and never get tired Oh, I'm gonna sing and never get tired one of these days Hallelujah, I'm gonna sing and never get tired I'm gonna do that holy city Meet my love in Jesus, sit at the welcome table feast on milk and honey sing and never get tired one of these days you know that I'm gonna, gonna view that holy city. city. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna view that holy city. One of these the day. days, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna view that holy city. I'm gonna view that holy city. That holy city. That that holy city. city. Singing, never get tired. Gonna singing, never get tired. Singing, never get tired. Sing and never get tired One of these days, one of these days
0: Almighty God that we serve. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. You know, I believe that God deserves even more than that. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to thank each and every one of you, those of you who are here today and those of you who have been with us celebrating this past month as we Celebrated Black History Month as we conclude our, our programming for today. Amen. And our Black History Month events, we had an awesome month. Just an awesome month. We had great moments in Black History. Our presentations. Amen. This month, and starting with the King family. Amen. Who are here and they share with us on the evolution of Black History Month. Then the second Sunday, we had our youth presenting. Sister. Casey and Corey Peace and they were sharing about 16 young African Americans who are making history right now on last week we had a blessed and informative presentation from Sister Sherita Lee amen on Africanisms and African American culture and I think we all learned something amen and today we concluded our moments in black history with an awesome presentation uh, sharing her testimony amen and her family's testimony on black authors that bring joy and just thanking God for all of his blessings. I want to recognize our anointed dancers for Christ, amen, for honoring us and dance as well as our sanctuary choir, amen, our backbench boys, our musicians, Pastor Paul, Brother Chris on the drums, our singers, amen, of course, Deacon Smith, who holds down our AV system, amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord for those. You know, I'm excited this morning, you know, just to be in the house of the Lord. But I'm extra excited this morning because this is the first Sunday of Lent. Amen. For those of you uh, who don't know what Lent is, we want to share a little bit with you. And, you know, uh, it's referred to as these Lenten Sundays leading up to to Easter. It's a time when it's a 40-day period of time when just want to take a look at ourselves and to look at what needs to be renewed in our lives. Amen, somebody. Because the fact is that many Christians uh, don't allow themselves to follow through on what God is asking of them to do, amen. But as we look at Lent, we're looking at the areas of our lives that many Christians falter in, amen. So some of you, you've probably already seen in your e-blast, we have a 40-day uh, guide of Lent. Uh, it's also on our website, so make sure that you take some time and to look at that, amen. You know, every day I talk to a lot of different people. Now, I've discovered that over the time that many people are dissatisfied with their lives. Some are struggling financially. Some are struggling relationally and other ways. But the majority of people that I talk with, they struggle with living spiritually, emotionally satisfied lives. Amen. Even those of us who are Christians, we have to admit that some days, if not most days, we go to bed feeling unsatisfied amen but I believe the psalmist David who shares with us in psalm 107 verses 1 to 9 I believe he can help us out this morning and give us some important insight into how to be satisfied in the Lord amen if you be so kind and stand with me for the reading of God's word amen (laughs) we're reading again this great psalm of David psalm 107 verses 1 to 9 Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says to give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those be redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. And he let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, tell them to be satisfied. Tell them like you mean it this morning. Be satisfied. Amen. Come on, touch somebody and tell them, be satisfied, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. How many of you know this morning that the Lord does satisfy, amen? Come on, let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you and we bless you, Lord. We thank you for this special time that you have set aside for us to hear a word from you. Lord, we just want to say thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. Allowing us, Lord God, to experience this day, a day that was not promised to us. But Lord, we are ever so glad. We are grateful and thankful, God, that you saw fit to touch us and to wake us up this morning, Lord God, to be here in this place. Lord, it is my prayer if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally and the pardoning of their sins. The Lord, you would speak to their heart upon hearing your word that Upon hearing it, God, that someone would cry out, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty match of this marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. You know, many Sundays I, I come up here and I read a scripture and I say, uh, boy, that, this is my favorite passage of scripture amen and and I come to discover that everything I read in the Bible amen uh, is my favorite passage of scripture and so I can say that today this is one of my favorite passages of scripture amen this 107th psalm this 107th psalm was written by David and he wrote this psalm to celebrate the Jews return from their 70-year exile in Babylon And they were exiled because the people disobeyed God and they ignored his covenant. It's almost like we're speaking to us today, where we are living in a time when people are disobeying God and they are ignoring God's covenant. Amen. But this psalm is a psalm of restoration. It's a psalm of testimony. And it's a psalm of hope. And if you look closely at this psalm, as well as many of the psalms and words in God's word, these are some words of wisdom if we will just open up our hearts, if we will open up our minds and listen to what God is trying to tell us. And if we look closely and if we were to listen, this psalm will help us to live a life of satisfaction. Amen. We're living in a time right now where it seems like nobody's satisfied with anything. Amen. Uh, you turn on the news, matter of fact, I, I, last week I decided I wasn't going to watch the news, amen? And I was so glad that I did, you know, because you know they'll catch you up in a minute uh, what would have been going on if you, you know, go on the internet or, or whatever later on. But that week was the most peaceful week that I've had in a long time, Pastor Paul. That I wasn't listening to all of the killings, I had to go through a list of about 20, 30 killings in a row and all of the stuff that's going on around the world. There are wars, there are rumors of wars, amen. Uh, We have uh, families against one another, uh, children against parents, parents against children, uh, husbands against wives, wives against husbands, You just name it, it is all going on, amen. And people are not satisfied with their lives. But I need to ask you this morning, is anybody ready to be satisfied in the Lord, amen? Are you ready this morning to be satisfied in the Lord, Amen. And if you are, one of the first things that you have to do in order to get satisfied is that you have to recognize the depth of what God has already done for you in your life. Amen, somebody? And so I want to ask you this question. Does, Does anybody recognize what the Lord has already done in your life? Amen? God has already blessed you. Amen, somebody? And the truth is, once we can clearly see what God has already done for us in our lives and how much God cares for us, amen, those feelings of not being satisfied begin to dissipate, amen. But until we recognize, church, what God has already done for us, we're always going to be looking for more. You ever see these uh, folks who are millionaires and and billionaires? They never have enough, amen. Amen. You know, they got enough money that will last a hundred lifetimes, but yet they still want more. And will do some things that take it away from some folk who need it. Amen, somebody? We have to recognize of what God has already done for us. You've already been blessed. Amen? And we need to understand that and to know that God already has given us what we need. Amen? Listen to me. God is good. Sister Rita uh, said last uh, week in her message and her presentation that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. anybody believe that today? Amen. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So the Psalmist Davis tells us this in verse one of this text. Listen to what he says. He says that to give thanks to the Lord for He is what? Good. For He is good. And his love endures how long? Forever. To give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And his love endures forever. Amen. Now we need to put that into perspective. Amen. Can you think of one person in your life that you can look at their life and, I mean, know everything about their life. Not just some of the superficial stuff, but, but to really know them and honestly say that they're good in the sense of the word we're talking about here. Amen. Probably not. Because none of us are good that way. And so when the Bible talks about God being good, it is referring to him being perfect in every way. Amen. Amen. I know a whole lot of folks that are good. There are some folk in here right now, and I'm looking at, I I would consider you that you are good people. Amen. But I don't know anyone who doesn't have any flaws. Amen. We all have, listen, if you're looking at me like you don't have some flaws, then that's a flaw right there. Amen in here, somebody. Because some folk think that they don't have any flaws. Amen. Listen, we need to thank God specifically for the fact that he is good. Amen. 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 Now, Now, how does the fact that God has no flaws, how is that going to help me in my life of satisfaction? Let me tell you how it can help. Because when you recognize and realize that God has no flaws, that God is love, that God can satisfy, it lays the foundation of trust of who he is. Amen. And so it helps me to know that even in those times when life is confused, we've already heard some testimonies. Deacon Brisbane gave a testimony. Sister Robin gave a testimony. Amen. I gave my testimony. Amen. So we know that we live in a time and in our lives we have times of confusion. Amen. Listen, I worship a God who not only knows what he's doing but will always do the right thing. Amen. Amen. And so, how many of you know that God loves you? Amen. How many of you know really know that God loves you? Amen. You see, David, the great psalmist, he goes on in verse one to say that his faithful love endures forever. Amen. And so, when we talk about God loving, we're talking about him doing something that comes natural to him. Amen. Because God not only loves, but he himself is love. Amen? God is love, church. Amen? And so he can be defined by his love. It's not something that he just does. It's something that God is. That God is love. And when I think about God's love, I tell you, I get excited because I know that God loves me even in spite of myself. And the truth is, if God really gave us what we truly deserve... I don't think any of us would be here right now. Amen. But thank God we have a a merciful God. And we ought to thank God for his love, for loving us even in spite of ourselves. Amen. Because David said that the steadfast love of God endures what? Forever. Amen. Just think about that for a moment, particularly in a world where so many of us have people in our lives who have loved us and then have left us. Amen, somebody? I was reading not too long ago, there, uh, there was a group of students and uh, their teacher, they had told him that, that things that were going on in their lives, and the teacher was shocked. He was shocked at the number of students who said that they have fallen out of relationship with their parents. Amen? With their loved ones. We're living in a time right now where the Bible says that in these last days, you are going to have all kind of issues and problems. That you're going to have families against one another. That you're going to have children against parents, parents against children, amen? You're going to have wars and rumors of wars and all of these issues and problems that we're seeing. We're seeing the Bible played out right before our very eyes each and every day of our lives right now, amen? And so when we think about uh, all of what's going on, we realize that sometimes folk will, will leave you. That sometimes folk will move away from you, amen? That spouse that you had or that close friend that you have, uh, because of life situation, sometimes they they betray you, and the love is no longer there, amen? And I want to tell you, it's a terrible place to be when your loved ones turn their back on you, amen? But listen again to what Psalm 1071 reminds us of. It reminds us that God's love lasts forever, amen? Even though we're living in a world of fleeting love and heartbreak, we can rest assured that God's love for us is steadfast, and it endures forever, amen? Church, we live in a world where people are going to let us down. They're going to hurt us, amen? We have been hurting our lives in ways that affect us not only now, but sometimes even for the rest of our lives, amen? But thank God that when I open up the Bible. And when I hear the words about God that says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And when I hear that, church, what it does is that it gives me hope to keep on keeping on. Amen. Because across a world where love in so many ways and so many relationships don't last, the fact that God is steadfast in his love for me and for you. Because the, the one who matters most lasts forever, and that is God. Amen. When I was uh, looking at this, I was looking at Reverend Jackson at some different translations of this verse. And if you go to the Bible and if you look at some of the translations, some of the translation will have an exclamation mark at the end of verse 1. Amen. Amen? And you all know that an exclamation mark means to stop and to uh, to consider what is really being said. Amen. And there's a good reason that the exclamation mark is here because it lets us know that God has given you some good news. Amen. And the good news that we have is that God is good and his steadfast love for you endures forever. And that his love endures forever for all who trust in him and for all who lean on him and for all who look to him. My brothers and my sisters, the steadfast love of God endures forever. Somebody say forever. Amen. It endures forever for all who turn from their sin and self. It endures forever for those who have trusted in Jesus and the work that the Lord has done in your life. Amen. Now, what David reminds us of is that he reminds us that God saved us. Amen. Anybody glad that the Lord saved you? For all who have turned from sin. Amen. The Lord says, that word says that God has saved us. And church, because of God's love, because of the Father's love, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but they shall have what? Everlasting life. Amen. So for all who trust in Jesus to enter into a relationship with God that will last forever, This relationship with God will last throughout all eternity. Amen? And we have life that we can depend on the love of God. So church, no matter who lets you down, no matter how much it hurts, no matter what it is that you're going through, you can always look up and know that that Father in heaven loves you even in spite of what's going on. Amen? And when I think about God's unfailing love, When I think about what the Lord has done for me, I can't help but to praise his name, amen. And so all of the glory ought to be to God our Father, amen, for the love that he has given us. Because his steadfast love, church, somebody say it lasts forever, amen. So thank you, God. Thank you for what you're doing. I have no idea what tomorrow is going to be like or the next day, or the next day, amen? Matter of fact, none of us know what may come, amen? But no matter what happens today, no matter what happens tomorrow, no matter what happens next week or the next day, amen, that God's love is with us and a steadfast love will last forever, somebody. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Ten billion years from now, God's love is still going to be a steadfast love. Hallelujah. And you can bank your life on it this morning, church, that if we put our trust and our faith in God, if we begin just to praise God this morning and thank God for everything he did, if we say like the psalmist, yes, you are good, and we thank you, God, for your steadfast love, can I ask you this morning, did anybody come to thank the Lord because he's good? Did anybody show up today and to give God praise because he's good? Can you thank him this morning? Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his understanding. Thank God for his love. Thank God for his peace. Thank God for his joy. And church, let's thank him this morning. Thank Him for His Son, Jesus, and His shed blood on Calvary's cross. Thank God this morning that He died and bled because of our sins. But how many of you know that God is able to see you through? Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Because the Bible says that when He died that He didn't stay in that grave. But on the third day, He got up from that grave with all power in His hands. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Stand with me this morning, church. Listen to me. Be satisfied. Amen. Whatever you find your condition to be, be satisfied. And know that God is good. Know that his steadfast love lasts forever. Somebody say forever. Church, that means all eternity. And if today is the last day that you have, none of us know this could be. This very well could be. Are you certain as to where you'll spend eternity? I think we all know that there's only two places that you can go and spend eternity. It's either heaven with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, or it's hell. That's the only two choices that you have. What choice have you made today? If you have not made a choice and a decision to give your heart and your life to Jesus, then make it today, amen. Don't leave here today without making a decision to give your heart and life to Jesus, amen. Our deacons are coming and they're going to come down the aisle, amen. They just want to encourage you if there's someone here, if there's someone listening by live stream today and the Lord is speaking just to you and he's trying to explain and to show you and to tell you that if you repent of your sins, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. If you invite him and encourage him and just pray a prayer and ask the Lord, Lord, to come into my heart and to my life. Lord, I need you. Lord, I believe in your son, Jesus Christ, that he willingly gave his life on the cross and he got up on the third day with all power in his hands. Lord, I desire for you to take control of my life. Help me to live my life that you receive the glory, the praise, and the honor. Lord, I love you. Lord, I need you. If you truly prayed that prayer, genuinely prayed that prayer, and invited Jesus in, he will move into your heart and your life right now. Congregation knows, I like to tell you, that when the Lord comes into your house, he's going to rearrange your furniture. Amen. He's going to make some changes in your life. And so, if the Lord is speaking to you now, just come today. If there's anyone here and the Lord is speaking just to you, we invite you to come this morning. Amen. To give your heart and your life to him. If you're living in this community without a church home and you've been seeking for a home, we would love and desire for you to come. Amen. Is there anyone here today? Amen. Before we close today, we want to extend an invitation for you to stay after service and to fellowship with us in our fellowship hall, amen. We have a soul food Sunday together for you. I, I smelled Sister Hamlin fixing some ribs in the morning, amen. There was garlic flowing all upstairs and everything. And, and also, we're going to have a good time there. But we going to uh, pray and we're going to bless the food while we were here so that when you go back uh, that you can begin the, the, orderly, the orderly process, amen. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you and we bless you, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to share today, Lord God, in in song and prayer and through your preached word. We ask, God, that you would help us, Lord God, to be satisfied in our situation and be content with what we do have. And to realize, God, that, yes, God, you are good all the time. And all the time, you are good. And, Father, that Your love is a steadfast love and that you'll love us forever. And so we thank you and bless you, Lord. We thank you for the food that's been prepared, both for the nourishment, the strength of our bodies, God. We ask that as we partake it that we will be mindful and grateful, Lord God, of those who uh, have taken time, Lord God, for us to fellowship together. But more importantly, Lord, to give you praise and glory and to thank you for all things. We ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray that the church say amen. amen. What a mighty God, church, we serve. God bless you.